Okay, approved. Welcome to the English for Life podcast, a show to help you learn English through conversations. I'm your host, Robert Haggard. So if you're interested in going to Canada, like to start a new life, well, you are lucky because my guest uh, did just that about 12 years ago. And I think many people in France would be interested in learning about, about your journey specifically. So Erwan, you're my friend. Uh, we met at Michelin uh, Tires. You came from France, came to Canada. We met and we kind of switched lives because I married a yeah. woman and left Canada to go to France. So it's it's super interesting because we met, we, we, we developed like this pretty strong relationship and friendship, you know, about one year. And then I left to France, you know, um, but we've, course kept in touch and it's so interesting because I tell you about what I'm experiencing here in France and you're telling me the opposite you know in Canada and we have we have so much in common um, so I'm super happy that you're here and that you joined us and so can you just tell us um, yeah a little bit about how it first started when you were in France what were you doing and how did you go to Canada okay good well first thanks for the invite very appreciated, you know, it's always good to share the experience for others. Um, so a bit of my background, basically, so I, I work for the company Mission. I still work for Michelin, you left, I stayed. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been 16 years, you know, and uh, so I was working uh, back then in Paris and uh, I met with my beautiful wife and she, we decided to, uh, to move. To move in Canada, so I asked the company if they were willing to help me, and I was uh, very lucky because uh, they, they 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 pushed uh, the organization to find something uh, in in Canada. So I was lucky. Uh, after a bit of uh, paperwork and uh, uh, you know uh, process uh, interview and everything, I got a position. Uh, yeah, and it's been exactly ten years. 10 years, 10 years ago, I was in the process to move in, in, in Canada. And yeah, it goes, goes so fast, you know, it's crazy. And were you like sad to leave France and your family and your friends? Yeah, so that's a good question. Uh, sad, yes and no. Uh, so I was, I was in Paris back then and Paris is not my hometown, right? And uh, so I come from Brittany. And uh, I left Brittany very, very early, you know, to finish my studies. So for me, this, that was not like leaving my hometown. Mm. And that was just another step in my career. And I, I didn't feel like I was leaving forever because I can come back anytime, you know, a flight between right. Montreal and Paris is only seven, seven or six hours. So for me, that was not very difficult to leave uh that, that's so interesting i i never knew how i felt about it myself because i did you know the same thing as you mm -hmm. i never knew how to articulate it but you said it perfectly like leaving w didn't feel like it was the end no you know, like, no exactly. like me being in france is my new country my new home but my heart of course is still you know in your homeland Right. I mean, oh, so definitely. I always feel like I will go back eventually one day. You know? Yeah. And hey, just a, a good example. I, 
I'm French and I will always be French. Okay. Oh yeah, you're French, baby. Oh yeah. And I just uh, I I started the process to become citizen Canadian citizen only a year ago. Okay. But I know so many French in Montreal, and I asked them if they are citizen, and they are, they've been citizen for years, and I never felt that I needed to be Canadian, right? Because I'm I'm French, and I will stay French for the rest of my life. So I did the process because for administrative reason, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, for me, this is I feel this is super easy to go back home. I miss my family. I miss my uh my, my friends that's for sure but i think now we can get in touch very easily you know facetime uh whatsapp name it so that's pretty pretty easy and when you think about it you know i was uh in Brittany, but if you live in marseille for example this is a long trip to go back home which is pretty much the same thing that taking <laughs> a flight Paris, you're right uh, it's like seven Montreal. hours yeah. yes you're right exactly yeah. so right so yeah it's hard you know, typically because of covid i did not visit france back home uh for four years three years so it's been long yeah. I, yeah. I have to be honest you know the last two years were a bit difficult uh but what do you um what do you miss the most about france other than your family you know friends have to be quite honest with you this is just a bonding with the friends and the family that's that's what i miss the most because when you when you build relations with your friend you are young you it's hard when you pass 30 years old it's hard to have to build the same relationship you know? so that's that's what i miss the most yeah, the friends are meeting with my uh, with the friends and family having a drink I have mm. friends here, but it's not the same thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, I hear so, you. So, yeah, and the food. I miss a bit of food, but that's, that's okay. <laughs> right, <No>. right. <laughs> like baguettes. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, like here, I, I, I don't know. Like I've, I've been to at least twelve different boulangeries. They're all, they're all pretty good. You know, they're all, they're no all better. Surprise. Than- <laughs> no surprise there. No, that's 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 the thing. You know that Montreal, you have to take. Uh, I live in the suburbs, you know that. Then, yeah. yeah, I have to take the the, the the car and drive maybe 15 minutes to find a good bakery. So this is hard. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right. Although I lived in uh, Boulevard Stéleran, close to uh, like Saint-Viateur Bagels and Fairmont oh, Bagels. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> okay, that is something that I miss. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Did, did, you, no, the- did, did you always, before meeting your wife, did you, did you ever... Um, like want to go to Canada before uh, I don't think so. Okay, no. right. So it was never like so you my, never my thought s- you would leave like uh, no France. my my sister um she, she's also in, in Canada has been more than 20 years. So I was visiting her uh once in a while. So I, I love coming here, but I never thought about the fire to to, to basically leave forever here you know that's right things happen you know what i mean that's, uh, yeah it was love love made you do it definitely yeah. <laughs> and let me ask you um were you were you was your english good before leaving you know for canada like were you confident enough that? oh my god 
What a question. I thought I was okay, but I was worse, uh, worse than okay. I was terrible. <laughs> I was I was terrible. So the comprehension was okay because so back home you start basically English lesson uh, on sixième, which is you're maybe twelve years old, and right. then so I did business school and everything. I was always in English class, so I did for a few years, you know, English. But I don't know. Uh, that was not my thing. I think back when I was young, the methodology was not, did not reach me. And mm -hmm. basically, I was not focusing much on um, the language skill. And mm -hmm. I have some kind of regret because at the end of the day, uh, when I moved here, I had no choice. So yes, in Quebec, we talk in French, but you know, typically in Montreal, half, uh, yeah, fifty percent of the population is anglophone. So you Sorry. have no much, you have no much choice. And in the business world, yeah, the the the, the rule is not the rule, but you have to to speak in English. You have no choice. Yeah. And uh, so, and my wife, she's anglophone. Yeah, I remember, and I remember at Michelin uh, when we'd be like, let's say, twelve people from the office, and then we would have one conference call. Yeah, one person speaks English, and so the whole room had to switch, you know, from French to English. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. This is this is a shame because you you are a French company and we we are in Quebec, but we need to adapt, you know need to yeah. adapt and uh that's uh how I, I had no choice to uh step up my game and improve and quickly you know? right so uh, during the interview like the, the yes. interview for they didn't say oh erwan your english is not good enough uh, they actually said they obviously agreed that it was good enough for you to work uh, yeah yeah I, I always 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 remember um I remember that was sad, you know, sad, right? And he told me, oh, that, you're going to be fine. Uh, you need to improve, but that's fine. Anyways, your customer is going to be, they're going to be all, all, uh, 100% French speaker for now. Right. Right. But uh, you're going to have to uh, to improve, uh, especially for the, uh, for the, uh, the meetings and stuff, right? right? So that was, that was not too, too bad to be quite honest with you. Uh, that, that was a learning process for me. That was that was that was fine. That was fine right. at the begin at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Right. But so, I, I took yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry to to cut you off, but yeah. I took I quickly took lessons also to be more comfortable, uh, especially not the comprehension, but more uh, the, the to, to, yeah the speaking to to, to speak to be more confident. Oh, okay. Right. So you did take lessons in Montreal with, yes. with the teacher. Oh, I didn't know that. So the, wow. Yeah, the beauty of the thing is when I'm so when I asked for a transfer from France to Canada, Michelin was uh, was kind enough to uh, offer me 40 hours of of lessons uh, through Skype, mm -hmm. and uh, this helped me quite a bit. Okay, so that was a little boost, and then right. after maybe a year in the country, you know, the time to adapt and. I, I ask again to do some one-on-one -on -one, uh, training. So right. I think the, the training, the, the, the training and the lessons 
it's a boost right it's a boost, it's a boost. absolutely that's, that's a that's, great way of putting it yeah yeah that's a boost helps you to to, to get all the tools ready but mm. at the end of the day what makes the difference is this is your behavior your behavior to be to 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 to, to improve your level of confidence and also improve your uh, your the vocabulary and improve all kind of uh, skills to be able to speak up yeah. and be able to talk in, in, in English. Well, uh, you know, be- yeah. believe, yeah. Uh, sorry, just need to get to, okay, good. No worries. When I arrived in France, believe it or not, it was difficult for me to, to be understood and to understand French. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was, and I did deliberately what I decided to do was to listen to uh, Plus Belle La Vie with my wife. Uh, oh my God, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, everyone laughs when I say, everyone's like, oh my God, how? But uh, it was perfect for, you know, for, for me because it was, you know, I, I was able to see how people spoke, right? They articulated well. And so I was able to understand. Um, yeah. And it definitely helped me. And even to today, it's been seven years I've been in France. Only now, I think I can go to a party and like understand the jokes, you know, yeah. and, oh, this, and laugh. You know, that's the hard yeah. part, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Even for me, you know, so there is two different English. There is the, the yeah. business one and the, the social one. This, and for me, the social one is the most difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, feel, oh, I feel more confident to be in my business world you know, right. than right. my the social world Well. When I have to adapt and understand all the jokes, you know, uh, yeah. the jokes and yeah, that's, uh, that's hard. But, every... you know, ask ask my wife. This is the same thing. Back when you know, when I, I I am with my friend, my friends, she does not understand much, you know, because we talk so fast and we have our own uh, way to speak, right? So right. this is hard. But you have to. I think you have to separate the business and the social you know you have to mm. to focus on the, what you need what you need yeah that's and right that's, and let me ask you because your lessons do you remember if they were centered on on business or were they really conversation oh uh, I, th- I think that was very very general like i said that was a more more boost that was general and we went through a few rules that helped me to mm-hmm. to, to 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 improve but yeah, from what I remember, that was not too too much business. The business thing, uh, yeah, I I tried to read to improve the vocabulary, vocabulary mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how I was able to to be yeah more confident. Uh, yeah, read. And what were you reading? reading? Like, sorry, what so, kind of? Yeah, new newspapers, stuff online, you know. And also, I think the, the listening was also very important. Uh, ra- I was listening radio, English radio, and I still love it, you know, and pod- uh-huh. podcast. And uh, the, 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 the show, also the, the TV, the shows on, uh, on Netflix, uh, stuff like that helps uh, a lot, you know. Even, even now, I like to... I watch the shows in English, but I like to have also the subtitle because this is how you can also improve your uh, vocabulary. 
and you also improve uh, the uh, the comprehension of the different accents. You know, typically I watch a, a show from uh, Scotland. You know, oh my God, that's that's a nightmare. But not only for me, this is a nightmare for my wife too. You know. Oh yeah. So, so but this is how you get familiar with the different accent, right? And so you you are Canadian, you know, and you lived in Montreal. Uh, there is different accent there. The different different ethnicity, right? So you need you need to be agile and and that's uh, by listening radio, listening uh, stuff online, you get familiar with uh, all the different uh, accent. Mm-hmm. And and did you make a decision to speak English uh, with Melissa, or or? Oh French? my God! I think I think we most of the time we speak in French. Sometimes in English. Uh, yeah, she's. She's bilingual, you know, right? There is no difference for her to speak in French and in English. She was, she's very lucky. Uh, but no, I think this is more in French. But in my neighborhood for work, my work is 90% in, in English, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the neighborhood is also very anglophone. Uh, and my kids, so my, my kids, that's, that's a weird thing. I talk in French with my kids. The answer in, in in English. So my my daughter now she, she's uh, in French school, so she has a better comprehension, and uh, yeah, she's more able to talk in French now. So she's very good in French now. But my son, oh my God, that's hard. You know? <laughs> speak, speak with him in French. He answer in English all the time. You know? But that's that's but, it's so funny, Erwan, because it's the complete opposite for me. <laughs> I speak to them in English. They reply to me in French. Yeah, but I, I think, think I, yeah. I know, you know, this is like a big, uh, like a, a computer. They have all the vocabulary inside, but they don't want to speak. But so he just, uh, he just um, started the French school and now the, the French is coming out. So this is right. super, yeah, I'm very excited about that because I yeah, love it. Yeah, that's so cool bilingual kids and you know i speak by default i usually want to speak to them in french i usually speak to them in french and then i have to catch myself and say oh no i have to switch to english um does that happen to you or is it it's always french for you yeah so i mean i think that's that's weird because sometimes i don't think about it you know but yeah, sometimes I'm going to speak in English with my son because I know he understands better you know, than right. my French. So right. when he doesn't, he doesn't listen or something like that, I'm right. talk in English. And I do the but, same. It's so hard to be consistent. You know? And I'm yes. an English teacher. This is my business. Like, it's hard. I know. Yeah. But I think, well, for sure, they watch cartoons always in English. And I think that's huge. Uh, you know, to be able to listen in english at a very (laughs) young age like you know almost every day is because i think in terms of skills you know writing reading listening and speaking i think listening is the most important yeah it's it's the number one right agree agree because first it's not always easy to catch what someone is saying so if you don't have the ability to 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 understand basically you your ears needs to need need to be uh, ready, you know, 
mm-hmm. because there are so many accents. You know, you're gonna deal with Indian with uh, uh, yeah, different. Like I said, different ethnicity, yeah. Indian, uh, French, uh, right. Chinese. In a call, sometimes you have different accents, so you yes. need to you need to adapt. You know. Not and I'm curious, Elman, sorry to interrupt, but do you, because in Canada, there are many immigrants, many different yeah. ethnicities. Yeah. And do you speak with um, people who are mostly like Anglo-Saxon accent, or do you have like a variety of different accents? No, variety. Variety. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah like Indian, Five. Chinese. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the Southern uh, accent from the U.S. is can be very difficult, you know. That's and, right, as well. <clears throat> yeah, but I think in in Canada, because there is so many, like I said, in this city, the, the, the people are very open to the different accent, you know, they, they, they yeah, then they know that they need to adapt, you know. That's but right. With other countries, this is another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, that's you, it, like America and France are similar in a way. You know, in America, you speak English. That's all you have to really speak. It's fine. You yes. know, you don't really. Uh, yeah. in, and in France, um, you know, most people speak French for their their whole lives, and mm-hmm. so t- when they hear a different accent, you know, I don't know how many times uh, in France, uh, not in a bad way, but they'll say, "Ah, oh, c'est quoi yeah. cet accent?" You know, uh, not, not in a bad way at all, but uh, they're curious and. Um, but they notice it and they have to mention it only because it's rare. I think it's not like a, it's not something they hear often. Whereas in yeah, Canada, maybe. different accents is like every single day. No, they, yeah, they definitely. Yeah. Has anyone, Ewan, has anyone ever said to you, I don't understand? Like during your, at work, like say, I'm sorry, I don't understand your accent or I have a problem understanding you or. That's a good question. I was. I always have to ask myself if the message went through, you know. Okay, but, right. But so no one to your face has ever no, said anyone. No, I don't. To your face. Oh, it can it can happen, you know, if, especially when you work through teams and stuff like that. Sometimes oh, the connection yeah. is bad, right? So you just have to. That's fine. I can repeat myself, or I try to be more uh, straight to the point. Sometimes you want to say too much, right? And that's what I've mm-hmm. learned. So instead of being trying to to take uh, two sentences to say something, mm. be straight to the point. Especially because you don't have all the vocabulary, the vocabulary. Excuse me. Yeah, you need to be straight to the point. Don't don't get too too much. Uh, don't don't go too too much in detail. And that's and in my writing, this is the same thing. You know, in France, we used to we like to sugar cut right. Cut. Sugar coat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, and that's something I'm. I try to avoid, and I'm trying to be straight to the point, and it makes my life so easy. And uh, I think, yeah, the message go through. And at the end of the day, what makes a difference is also uh, how you're gonna articulate what you want to say, right? You have to believe on what you are saying and. If if you believe on your uh, story and the message will the message will go through anyways, you know. Right. So that's a great tip. That means so you because in France you use more words to, exp- yeah. to describe Ex- yeah to express yeah. of course language and everything, and then in English straight to the point. And that's that's actually a great advice uh, for because I ha- I have a client. Uh, 
you know, this morning who couldn't really say a full sentence because she was trying to translate word for word, you know, what yeah, she was thinking oh, yeah. French you know, to English. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, well, listen, Erwan, this, this was amazing. We have to do this again. I think we need a part two because okay, sure. uh, there's so much to talk about. And I think you gave a lot of value to our listeners, to our fans. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Good. Uh, man, it was amazing. And it was Good. nice to see you. We'll, we'll, talk to, we'll talk to you again real soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no problem. Let me know when you want to have a chat. And uh, yeah. Try All to right. help your, you, your business and your customers. Very nice. Okay. I always count on you. Yeah, you can. No love worries. you, buddy. Okay, love you. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.